I really look like a guy with a plan. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Off the Dome podcast. I am your host, TBK, or the Baltimore Kid. Um, today we have, I guess you could call a very special episode. Um, it's special in the way that, uh, you know, this is the first video that we're doing that is on screen so you can see all the guests. You can, you know, get that interactive experience, but... Uh, it's a very, very sad and somber day, as I'm pretty sure that most everybody knows at this point. Um, All right. Yesterday, we lost a uh, a very important figure in the wrestling world. Um, it was reported by Triple H that uh, Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt, uh, passed away unexpectedly yesterday. Um, you know, we, I, I got these guys all together here today because, you know, um, while we, we are all friends together, we share a love of wrestling, a love of, you know, WWE and AEW and things like that. Um, you know, to, to see the, the impact that Bray had, on literally it seems like everybody he encountered is uh it's something that you don't you don't find too often um so want to start this uh, episode off by giving our heartfelt condolences to uh jojo uh his fiance to his uh four kids um you know, and, and, uh, just to, to everybody who knew him, um, as, as you guys know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not any experts on WWE. We didn't know the man personally, but at, at the heart and the core of who we are and what we love, we are, we are fans. So this is our, this is our tribute to Bray. Uh, we got, I'm joined today by, uh, Gary also known as soldier gp he's been on the show before i got beans up in the top corner got wolf back on the show and of course you know my man peter richards um guys how, how you guys doing man it's been rough doing pretty good yeah it's uh definitely not new you want to hear about anything really you know yeah yeah, I uh, I remember I remember when I saw the tweet uh, last night from Triple H. Um, you know that I, a, as much as you know, your brain wants to tell you it's not real. Um, I I started to notice that it was being covered and shared by uh, literally everybody within within minutes, and. Uh, Man, I, I, uh, 
this one's going to be hard guys this one's going to be hard you know so if we if we if there's a lot of if the, if the, there's some dead air you guys you guys got to excuse us we're going to try our best i i guess i want to what i want to hear from each one of you and uh we'll, we'll start with uh we'll start with beans because he's up in the top corner there and we'll just go around the horn here what did bray mean to you guys you know what did uh what was it about Bray Wyatt that stuck out to you and, you know, what was it that captivated you about him? So, the first time, because obviously I stopped watching WWE for quite a while. He, when he showed up at NXT, I was like, all right, this guy is pretty, pretty fucking awesome, like different, you know? I was like, yeah, I like this, you know, it's pretty cool. And then obviously... You know, the Wyatt family, I was like, okay, this is fucking amazing. Like, I got really hooked on him straight away, you know. But it was more to do with how he spoke. Like, as I put it, the guy had words of wisdom 100%. You know, everything he said. He even made the crowd feel how he felt. Like, bro, I just... It's, yeah, I, I can't... I, I, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit... Yeah, it's it's hard, man. Like when you sit there and try and remember somebody who I'm not going to say looked up to, but someone who understood you. Like he spoke for other people without even having to, you know. And to me, that 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 felt I felt like I'm on a podcast. Yeah, it just it just meant a lot, really. Like he reached out to a lot of people who even realizing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, when I first saw Bray, okay, so I was, during that time when I first saw him, he was as Husky Harris, right? And uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was during the whole, um, the invasion angle where it was, the core or like the nexus taking on Cena, Team WWE, all that stuff. And when I first saw him, obviously, like you know, everybody knows Husky Harris, and it's just like, oh, well, you didn't really think much of him at you know first glance. But then you start realizing and you start paying attention to to the development and how how he actually and and this is kind of a lost art nowadays where he actually cared about the business he cared about how he portrayed himself he cared about how he talked and how he you know he put in the time the energy the effort to do all this stuff so when you go from literally having little to no expectation to blowing the expectation out of the water becoming a cult leader and and having so many people just draw to you and just just like that you know it it really spoke the way that he made himself in a sense um from cult leader over to the the fiend over you know to what he was doing now um bray white was the reason why i kind of got back into wrestling after a short bit because we were in that weird time frame where for a while where it was the shield and the white family and then cm punk was getting out the door and there wasn't really a lot of characters that were there to, that stood out but bray was one of those people that 
really did draw your attention and really wanted you to get back into wrestling and got you excited every time he was around. And uh, to me, and even to my brother, uh, he has a whole collection of them. And um, it's insane to think out of nowhere, you know, something like this could happen. You know, it's it's hard to put in words. You know, me and me and Ryan did a podcast last night online, and I was having trouble trying to word exactly how Bray was because, like like Bean said, you know, it was it was what he said. You know, he could he could capture you just by talking. You know, and there's only you can only think of a handful of people that. You know, Macho Man, Randy Savage, you know, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, people that could just sit there and talk for hours and you'd listen. You know, it was like, it was like watching a movie with just him. And to me, Bray was that, you know, like, yeah, you got wrestling. Yeah, you got guys doing flips. You got guys doing power bombs. But then you got Bray Wyatt's who's just out of left field there's there's you don't know where he fits in the whole wwe but like you just you're entranced you want more of it you can sit there and listen to him talk and you're like oh yeah you have people that will come on there and be like hey i'm going to destroy you i'm going to do this and you're like yeah okay whatever but when Bray wyatt said you know i'm evil and i'm going to destroy I'm the eater of the world you're like oh yeah yeah you are you know and I just WWE AEW wrestling in general they're not going to have another Bray Wyatt he'll never be even closely replicated and it sucks it really sucks that we can't have that anymore that's what hurts the most for me the greatest thing about Bray Wyatt was because his promos yeah, he was talking to the world, but when he cut those promos, he made it feel like he was talking just to you. Like, that's how I like it. I mean, if you see, I got dreads. <laughs> I got dreads because my I had my hair long. And, you know, Bray reached everybody, my kids included. They're the reason why I have dreads because they wanted me to look like Bray Wyatt. So, it's just. Like it hits hard, and with, with uh, especially you know, with I'm in the same aspect of the uh, you know job wise, I, I wrestle too, and you know him being my age, you know, you know he's he's literally two three months older than me, yeah, and for him to go out the way he went out, it's, it's, it's sad, it's sad. I mean, my favorite my favorite Bray Wyatt moment was when. He teamed uh, that when he when you thought he was going to be a face, and he teamed with Roman to take on the League of uh, Nations, mm-hmm. and like it, my favorite thing about him is that he just as a heel as a face he had that crowd response that not many people get, you know where he could get cheered when he was a bad guy when he could get cheered when he was a, as a good guy, you know and he doesn't even have to wrestle. He didn't even have to be at the show. Like a lot of those Firefly Fun Houses were taped. You know what I mean? And the fact, like I would, when I went down to Des Moines and watched the very first one, played off in Des Moines, 
as like the trailer and the crowd response that that video alone got was the bigger it was the, the biggest pop of the night and he wasn't even there he was on he was it was a video package that they put on the screen right. it was the biggest pop of the night yeah or you know when they would come here they came here one week one night uh and they confronted the shield before they confronted him on tv you know how they run it through the house you know see how it uh work on the house shows or whatever and they ran into the i i shit you not it when they c- c- confronted each other and bray walked up and got into uh roman's face like the house rumbled because it was so and it was and it wasn't even what roman did it was the fact that how bray walked up into got into his face Again, he like, didn't have to say anything. Gestures, just like you said, one of a kind, one of a kind, uh, you know, talent. And we're never gonna have another Bray, ever. And that 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 hurts my soul. Uh, like I, I'm for a wrestler. I haven't felt this bad since Brody Lee and Eddie Guerrero, when Eddie Guerrero passed. Like that's this that's the, this level is, and he touched everybody. Yeah. Uh, so for everybody watching, we were recently joined by uh, Shane, also known as Omen Black. We've had him on the show as well. Uh, Shane, we're just kind of having everybody go around and, you know, say what, you know, Bray meant to you. And as, uh, you know, you and uh, you and Gary are wrestlers, you know, I'm sure he he hit a special nerve for the both of you. So whenever you're ready, buddy. Um. It's just really hard, uh, you know, as the character Omen Black, like, I took a lot of inspiration from Malachi Black, but especially Bray Wyatt. Um, His storytelling, like, you know, all these gimmicks the characters have, like, oh, I'm this or I'm that, but, like, when he said he was the world eater, like, you believed him, like, instantly. Like, that, uh... That the cult gimmick he had, his best work by far is his promo work. Not even in the ring, just his promo works alone doing that stuff. Talking about Sister Abigail, talking about going down to the creek and praying like you believed everything he said. Um, you know, it's... And the mind games alone in the WWE, Bray Wyatt was like... He was ahead of his own time in when he was in WWE. Besides The Undertaker, like, it was Bray Wyatt, the best, like, mind games. Like, playing mind games with his opponent, like, you know, as a wrestler, like, you want that reaction. Like, you can't get that reaction unless you're Bray Wyatt or Mark Calloway. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I've been feeling sad and mad for some reason. Like, it's, it's hard to know that Someone you looked up to as a wrestler, being a wrestler, it's he's gone. Yeah. Like like Soldier said, I haven't felt this sad since Eddie. Like so Bray Wyatt meant a whole lot to the character Omen Black and to Shane McMurn, who I am. Yeah. Like I to this day, before he passed away, I was watching always watching his promos, like always watching his uh his skits that we have. 
Like, wow, like, that's interesting how he did that, how he pulled the whole crowd in just with, no, even just a chair lighting on fire, like, just how he was going for The Undertaker. That was insane, like, just him calling out The Undertaker alone. So, yeah, he's going to be missed, and I, I don't know, I just feel really down, and I feel bad for his family and his kids, especially. It just sucks. I mean, I, I've I've had conversations with all these guys before, and uh, I've said openly, and I will always say openly, that I am a uh, mark for Mark Calloway, um, unashamedly. I, I, I always am, and I always will be. Um, if it were not for The Undertaker, I would not be a fan of WWE, period. Um it was it was the undertaker that drew me in um but you know just like uh like all things in life all things must come to an end and uh when it was his time to hang up the boots it was it was bray wyatt that made me stay um um i said uh oh man ooh okay Oh, I said um, uh, on Pete's podcast yesterday, um, I remember the anticipation just waiting, waiting, waiting for Bray to come back. And we started getting the White Rabbit teases. And uh, there was uh, there was something different about it. You know, we had been getting teased, but but this was different. This was special. And uh, from the very beginning, I was like, it's Bray. It's Bray, man. He's coming. He's coming back. And it, it, will, it will always hold a special place for me because Bray returned October 8th, 2022, which happened to be my 30th birthday. And um, it was the best fucking present that I could have gotten from a guy that I've never met, you know? And, uh, and I, I had been saying, um, to all these guys and, and, and to my fiance, who's also a wrestling fan, I cannot remember being this upset about a, a, a wrestler passing or, or a celebrity death. I literally called my fiance in tears and 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 told her that that he was gone and uh you know it it's um it's one thing to have the respect and admiration of of your of your peers and your bosses and the people you worked with but to really strike that nerve to really hit the heart of people who you know, maybe all they got was the opportunity to see you through the television screen. That's all they got. And, and from that, they feel like they've lost their best friend. It's insane to me. You know, I, I could only, <laughs> I could only hope, uh, that I, I've left a fraction of an impact on, on my friends that, that Bray has left on everyone. Um, 
you know, and it, it, it's, um, it's amazing, you know, that, that one man could bring, you know, six guys together for a fucking podcast to sit here and, and, you know, talk about him like we knew him, you know, we, 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 again, I, I want to make it very, very clear, you know, none of us, none of us have a personal relationship with, with Wyndham Rotundo, with Bray Wyatt, but the way that he made you feel, the way that he made us feel, it, uh, it definitely seems that way. It feels like we all knew him. SmackDown tonight, man, that's going to be a rough one. Um, are you guys, are you guys going to watch and, uh, you know, what do you, what do you, do you think, uh, do you think that, do you think that they're going to do him justice? Do you think that, you know, I, I, I sure hope they do. They will do him justice, you know, and as obviously Triple H has even said behind the scenes about him, he's probably the best creative person he's ever worked with in the WWE, you know, so it's like I was saying to you earlier. Um, it got I, earlier. I got to the point that I don't know if I can watch it. But if I don't, I know I'm going to regret it because it's going to be at that moment, you know. And like earlier, I was just I had this chatter song stuck in my head that one the chorus, and I've been listening to it pretty much all day today, and it just keeps repeating over and over in my head. I'm like, I, I need to watch it. I have to. You know, like, I'm, I can't lie. I haven't really watched SmackDown or Raw for a while. What did he say? But obviously, I do tend to keep up on highlights and things like that. But, you know, tonight, is, it's going to be... It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard to watch. Like, and I... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with the means of the fact that, you know, if you don't watch it, you are going to regret it. And, you know, I feel it's it, it should be just as good as you know should be just as tribute as you can get like with Eddie Guerrero's tribute show, with Owen Hart's tribute show, like and if you miss it, it you know it's gonna be sad. And y'all, is there gonna be tears? Best believe there's gonna be tears. But like like you said, if you miss it, you're gonna regret the fact that you missed it. Yeah. You know when I. When Gary uh, was over yesterday and he told me about it, you know, I, you know, I was thinking like, oh, I'm going to wait for a, you know, gotcha or it's a hoax or, you know, it's all oh, it's his gimmick. He wants to come back from something, but. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not that way. And, uh, dude, I, I, I sat there and I thought about that, too, and I was like, man, if if they're going – if they're going to that length to try to, you know, bring him back from from the, you know, unfortunate, you know, illness of him being out and having to restart again, you know, if they're going, I was like, oh, God, please, like, that would be, that would be in such poor taste to just, you know, rip everybody's fucking heart out just to be like, oh, I got you, I'm cool, would be like, oh, dude, fuck. You couldn't put it past them though. Look, look what they did with you. Literally watch Vince McMahon blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 
that was supposed to be the end of events, if nobody remembers. But because yeah. of Crispin Wall, they got, you know, Ken. Right. But like, I, my, my buddy posted in the chat with us, is this real? And you, you sit there and you read it, and it's like Triple H saying all this. And I'm like, please say he's hacked. And then, like I said, like Omen said, I looked over, I was like, dude, Bray Wyatt just died. And, and, you know, we spend the next 30, 40 minutes searching on our phones, like, over and over and over, saying, oh, well, this place is saying that he was worse from Triple H. Like, everybody kept saying, you know, they heard it from Triple H. They heard it instead of actually somebody, like, you know, came out that he actually died. It was just Triple H going on Triple H's word. And, you know, you sit there, please say it was hacked. Please say it was hacked. You know, and then, like, what what got for me was when TMZ. Take more post today and it's like damn it's real like he really is gone and you know it just it hurts because you, you know you had all this high hopes that he was coming back every, you know the rumors every every pay-per-view was Bray might be there Bray might be there what? and then you had like the haters who ran their mouth about it and they're like but then to find out that it's real and like I said me being the same age as he was, and it was, you know, caused by COVID, you know, and it was just like sad. And you, yeah, like you say, you feel for the family and everybody. Yeah, man. It's just sad. That's how it, that's how it really goes. You know, some of the greatest minds in entertainment, they go, they always go early, right? Yeah. Like Kurt Cobain, he's on early. You know. Some of the greatest minds never allowed. We're never allowed to enjoy them for too long. Bray Wyatt, he was just ahead of his time in all aspects. Yeah, for sure. And that's what, and that's what you hear. That's what everybody like. Some of like you said with the the great, you know, that's when they die young like that. That's what, that's what everybody says. Like when he like said, like when Kurt Cobain died. Oh, he was ahead of his time. You know, uh, when Jimi Hendrix died. Oh, he was ahead of his time. It's always the good ones that go too young. Yeah, I mean, because if you, if you think about it, man, you know, uh, him and him and Taker, him and Taker's, you know, had that very, very, very special moment in the ring where, uh, you know, Taker, Taker passed the torch to him, you know, and he and he said something to Bray that. Uh, None of us will ever know what he said. You know, that that moment was for Bray. And if if you look back at the footage, uh, it looked like Bray had to take a second to register what Taker had actually said. But when it sunk in, you could tell that it meant the world to him. You know, to, to get the to get the nod from a guy like that, you know, how how much more could you ask for? You know? If you guys had the opportunity, you know, if you if you had uh if you had the 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 privilege, shall we say, of um you know telling Bray what he meant to you, what what would you say? I'd tell him thanks for the uh thanks for the new hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the hairstyle for me that you know that's from Bray. I'd like thanks for uh, the hairstyle that I've had for the last. If I was to stand face to face to Bray and be like, 
you have just a minute to tell him what his character meant to me because for people that don't know pro wrestling or don't like it you know you can watch a tv show your favorite character dies oh well you know whatever the, the person's still alive but for us you know a pro wrestler dies that's it and for Bray was always the character, the person, the, the, the thing that, you know, it made me feel like the imagination I have, the, the mental health problems I have, they're, they're not a curse, they're a gift. You know, you can turn it into something even more. You know, and Bray Wyatt, you know, even though the character was a multi-personality and, you know, all that, he, he fine-tuned his imagination and made it so captivating and it made me you know it, to feel like the, you know it's it's something more and i would tell bray thank you for giving me the outlet giving me the 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 vision of knowing that even though i got mental health problems even though imagination you know you get told hey that's just a joke you know be something productive like he gave me the opportunity to realize that I can be productive. I can be creative with what I have. And it's not a curse. It's, it's, it's a blessing. And to me, Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt family, everything, everything that comes with him was a blessing. And I'll never see that ever again. TV shows, nothing. Like he, he was the, personification of what I wish I could have been and from here on out I'll try to be the best I can in his vision you know it's, it's hard man. really hard if I were to tell Bray like right face to face I'd tell him you know not only did I, did I take inspiration from you, but I kind of, you know, I kind of was proud of you. Like, I know it means nothing being from a person who doesn't know someone, but, you know, he had a lot of naysayers behind the scenes when he first started. And it just feels good to see someone overcome and make, and show them like, hey, you know what? You didn't believe in me, but now look at me now. But, uh, you know, I, like I said before, I, I took a lot of inspiration for as Omen Black, you know, I didn't, my finisher move is the Sister Abigail, but I didn't do it just like Bray because I didn't think I'd be able to do it as good as him. But, uh, you know, when I do that finisher from now on, it's going to mean a whole lot, a whole lot different from now on. Yeah. And, you know, I, the House of Wolves might, cult that I ran in IMF, you know, it was a mixture between House of Black and uh, the White family. Mm. So, I would just thank him for all the creativity that he let known to the world, and you know, it sucks too, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of these haters that are going to be like Bray Wyatt fanboys now. Mm -hmm. And now you have to listen to all that like, oh, Bray was my favorite, but, you know, damn well, they never watched any of his stuff. They didn't like him. They're the ones booing him. There was some always, too. 
he's not good enough or he's not creative enough or he doesn't get what he wants or shit like that. But, you know, I think Bray deserved more than what he had. And whatever he did have, he made he made lemonade out of it. You get, get lemons, make lemonade. Like, he made a fuck ton of lemonade with what he had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I saw... I saw a lot of comments, um, you know, back when when he had made his return at, at Extreme Rules, and uh, you know we got weeks and weeks and weeks of promos, and uh, you know people were like, "Oh my God, this is taking too long, this is bullshit. You're you're wasting time. You're you know getting the ring. We're tired of hearing you talk." Bray was a phenomenal talker. Why would you ever try to take that away from him? You know, that that's what he did. Um, you know, he made you think, he made you feel. Um, you know, and, and on to me, how I know that a guy's really reached me is if I'm tuning in the into the show just because I can't wait to see what he's gonna do next. That's all I care about. All I care about is is watching to see what that guy's gonna do. Um, <laughs> the 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 bloodline, Roman Reigns, all that other shit. That's you know, okay, it, it's great and all, but I I, uh, I I I I wasn't watching, I wasn't watching WWE to find out what was gonna happen with the bloodline. I was watching WWE to find out what was going on with Uncle Howdy, what was going on with Bray, what was going on with Alexa, what was going on with the Wyatt Six, what was going on with the Funhouse. That's what I cared about. He never made you question what he was saying, but he was a, he was so good that he would make you question yourself. Like your morals. He would make you question. That's how, that's how you know you had someone, a great performer like that, who makes you question yourself, the viewer. Yeah. Like, oh shit, like, am I am I that good? No, you're not. You're not gonna be that good. <laughs> yeah. With Bray with Bray and his promos, a lot of his promos, like like the last ones he was doing on SmackDown, like he it wasn't you weren't getting at it wasn't Bray cutting the promo. It was it was Bo. Or not Bo, but it, you know, it was him, Kindle. It was him. You know, his personal, you know, his real life, it was him cutting that promo. And that's what made it so good. Because he would, you know, he he would give you himself, not, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just, he put it out there. And, like, like some of the stuff, like, I heard, like, the kid getting bullied for wearing a Bray Wyatt shirt. And they ripped his shirt and they put him in the hospital. And all he was worried about was his shirt. And then Bray, you know, Bray hearing that, Bray sending him, a merchandise, sending him stuff, giving him, you know, giving out his number to the kid that if you ever get bullied, call me, I'll show up, stuff like that. Like, that's what made Bray so great. Was Bray was, Bray was Bray, just cranked up a little bit. Yeah. Like, he was just a cool dude. Like, I remember hearing a story about him uh, going as Bray Wyatt to jury duty. <laughs> and this is at the time where Bray Wyatt was the you know leader of the Wyatt family. So like he dressed in his he was dressed as Bray Wyatt and went into jury duty. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. just seemed like he'd be a cool, cool dude to work. Just a cool dude. Just not even just to work with, just to hang out with. Yeah, for sure. You know, if I if I had something to say to him, like from the question that you asked, I'd thank him. And the reason I'd thank him is because, you know, like like I said, obviously before, like he he spoke to you, like to, to the TV, to us, you know, and you know, like we all understood him, you know, and they say obviously anything's possible. And which is true. Anything is possible. You know, as I said, there's no such thing as you can't, you know, not unless you try. Right. And I don't know, just, just to, I'll just say to him, I thank you. Like he gave us a reason to believe, you know, everything he said, we believed it. And everything he said, he showed it. He proved that, you know, so I'd thank him for allowing us to believe hundred percent. So I'm not good with words. I'm still a bit, Whew. You know, I'm a bit, bit in a minute, so. Like when CM Punk was doing the voice of the voiceless, you know, and he was going against the authority, like Punk gave you, he made you feel like you were a part of that. You were like, yeah, fuck the authority. And, you know, I'm with Punk. Bray was the same way where just him opening his mouth and you're like, yeah, I'm with this guy. Like half the time, I don't know what he's talking about, but that's where I want to be. If I was in a room, that's who I want to sit with. That's who I want to back up. You know, he says, you know, follow the buzzards. And you're driving, you just catch yourself, like, looking off, like, looking for it. And you're like, well, shit, you know. Where, where, are, these, where are they at? Where are they at? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I'm, I'm going, you know. Like, you... I can't find the buzzard. <laughs> Mom, buzzards. <laughs> I need the buzzards. Where's my lantern? <laughs> He yeah. said, "Only ain't showed up yet." <laughs> like he, he had when he debuted in Raw. You know, they did that promo where he was at a house and Luke Harper's telling that camera guy, "You know, follow me and stuff." You're like, "But I want to be at the house. I, I want, I wanted to see what's at the house. I want to, you know, sit in the middle of the field with all those people and just listen to Bray talk." It, it was, it was almost like a, a religion, almost, you know. Mm. It, it felt like a cult. It felt like a religion. It felt like somebody you could gravitate towards. And there, and I might be biased, but there's nobody in WWE today that could even make you feel like you're a part of that. You, you, you can't feel like you're part of the bloodline. You can't feel like you're part of with Randy Orton or whoever. Bray was that guy that you felt like you were a part of. Yeah, you you felt like you were the Wyatt family was a family. You know, and, if it was if it was a religion, you know what? I'd sign up. I'm just saying, <laughs> I convert. Yeah, <laughs> wholeheartedly. Like I could sit, like I said earlier, I could sit there for hours and hours just listen to the man talk, not know half of what he's saying, but you're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I don't. He could just be talking about snakes changing their skins of leaves and like, I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. Fucking right, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Fuck, fuck the power. Fuck the machine. Follow, follow the buggy. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. oh, uh, shit. 
man. That, that's that's my brother. Up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But that, there's a there's a story that. that yeah, go ahead, buddy. There there's a. So there's a story that actually that sparked in my many memories, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was when Raw came over to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And I think during the time Dean Ambrose was the world champion and it was right when the Wyatt family was was slowly coming back. Mm. And the feeling that you got when Wyatt was in the room. Obviously, like you get the whole Wyatt thing and then there's that screen, that 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 glitch. And right when you hear everybody immediately, fireflies everywhere and everyone's waving it. And I remember my so I I had the privilege to share this moment with my dad. And he was sitting next to me. And he's looking around, and he's like, wow. And he's looking around, and he's like, I've never, like, throughout all the times that I've been into an event, I've never seen everyone in the arena gravitate towards one person. Mm. And it, it was a really cool moment, because when he went in, he went in, and then he started talking about Sister Abigail, and how he was one day going to have the whole world in his hands. And we all, like, everyone was just screaming, Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt. And I think what what really, what what's really telling is the fact that he really did have the whole world in his hands. And, yeah. like, he, the, again, the impact, look at the people that, you know, went from, hating him in the beginning to loving the progression, loving the work that he did. And, you know, we've made jokes about it with the AOPW stuff. Oh, everyone, everyone's going to be a Bray Wyatt now. Oh, look, here, here's the white wolf. Here's, here's a white duck, the white sheep, you know, like we made so many jokes about it, but the, at the end of the day, he had that impact. And the, the reason why I bring up that story, though, is when the event was over, uh, we went over to the parking garage where we parked our cars, and we were walking up. It was me and my brothers and one of my sisters and my dad, and we were walking up, and we're on the third floor of this parking garage, and... We're parked towards the wall, so where you can see the ledge, it's literally like right around the arena, pretty much. And you see Wyatt come out. And Wyatt's there, and he's taking pictures with so many people. He's handshaking them, signing shit. Not just the, He took the time to sit there for, a, 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 I don't even know, two, three hours just signing autographs, just being humbled and interacting with his fans. And we were so stunned that we didn't want to run down there and get an autograph and get a picture and bug him because he's already getting a crap ton of people there. But we, I remember we went over and we just started saying, why it, why it, why it? And the coolest thing ever was he looked up and he smiled and he waved at us. And then 
he yelled from where he was standing. He opened his arms and he's like, follow the buzzards. Huh. And he got in the car and he drove off. And it was the coolest thing ever. It was one of the one of those special moments where he didn't have to take the time to do that. Yeah. But it meant the absolute world, not only to us, but you could tell that it meant the world to him because he he knew that like how how many people he's you know interacted with how many people he's he's touched and and the impact that he had and uh, man it bums me out on the fact that i i wish you know looking back at it now i just wish we had that interaction but you know that that's still one of those cherishable moments in you know in interacting with him just for a short time being yeah man so like uh see if i was there i would be like yeah yeah the buzzards woo buzzards <laughs> yeah buzzards <laughs> i like birds <laughs> tell me where to go birds tell me where to go <laughs> <laughs> but uh dude so i want to see i want to see if this resonates with you guys uh because it did with me and and man it gave me fucking chills so bad like um to me bray bray was a fucking rock star dude and and the reason why i say that um as we all know he had his fireflies which everybody would go into their phones and put on their cell phone lights and wave them back and forth you know and and the the an instance where i had seen something like that there you go. Yeah, right. Um, I I had uh, gone to a Disturbed show, and uh, they they kind of like they cut everything, and David Draymond was talking to the crowd, and he goes, uh, it was it was part it was part of the show where they were talking about mental health and all that, and he goes, um, if if you're struggling with mental health. I want you, you know, don't raise your hand. Don't do anything like that. He goes, I want you to go into your phone and put your light on and just hold your, hold your hand up, you know? So he was like, but then he was like, when you do it, I want you to close your eyes. And, um, and so we all did it. And then he goes, okay, on the count of three, I want you all to, to open your eyes and take a look around and when i tell you that the fucking arena was full of flashlights uh uh oh my god the 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 fucking chills that i got it it i was like holy crap you know and then i i equate that to bray because um you know, you got guys like you got guys like Seth and you got guys like Cody, you know, people people are singing their songs with them, you know, and they're interactive with them. Right. And and long after they've come out, they're still singing their song or whatever. The thing with Bray was, though, if you really if you really paid attention, the crowd didn't pop for him until after those lights came back on until after everybody could gather themselves and see like there was a there was a hush 
that that was across that arena you know it, everybody was so captivated by what they were seeing that nobody could make a sound until it was time you know what i mean like i would much it, rather i would much rather have that impact to where people are so captivated by me like they just they don't know what to do you know and then and then when he blew that lantern out and everybody's flashlights went off and and the lights came back on and just the just the roar of that fucking crowd you know like i said that was that was the moment that i experienced at the at the disturbed show where it was quiet dude this is a fucking metal show it was quiet there was nobody made a sound and then he told us all to open our eyes and we looked around and saw all the flashlights all the fireflies and everybody just lost their minds everybody fucking went nuts i was like to have that oh dude to have that command over over people to have that fucking you know geez to have that amount of power over people like holy shit <laughs> you know it it almost reminds you of like i'm trying to think of how to put in words uh, like yeah I... go ahead Okay. Um, it, it reminds you of like when his music would hit, everybody oh, really? was quiet. Oh, really? Everybody was peaceful. It, it, they were paying attention because it was like your hero walks in. It's like you're, you know, somebody that you follow. They, they walk in and you give them the, res the respect of letting them do the thing. And then when the lights came on, then you knew like it's time to cheer and stuff. But like, only Bray and like maybe Undertaker. Taker, yeah. Are like the only two people that I can think of where you hear the, whether it was the dong or the, like any of Bray's songs, you know, the one little piano key. What's that? What's you that? You knew like, oh. What's that noise again, Pete? Huh? The dong. <laughs> dong, whatever. Oh. I can't do a dong. Dong. Oh. You know, Undertaker. Dong. <laughs> If you could say the song yeah. one more time. <laughs> I, I, I'm done with the dongs today. No more dongs. <laughs> thought I'd never hear Pete say song with dongs. No more dongs. No, no. <laughs> I don't want no more dongs, Dad. No more. I, I'm stuffed on dongs right now. <laughs> uh, Just let them in. Just let them in. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> Uh, like you could, okay. You know, you, you you can think of so many wrestlers. You know, like the glass shatters. Here comes Stone Cold, or if you smell, here comes Rock. Like everybody would erupt. You know, you hear the glass shatter. Blah! But when Bray Wyatt, his music hit, the lights went off. Like you said, it was quiet. It was quiet, dude. Yeah. It, it, no, nobody. You didn't hear a single person be like, "Yeah." It was just quiet. Because it was almost yeah. like you feared the man. It was like a, a legit, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you feared, you know, you'd see Bray Wyatt come out, and all of a sudden you would see Eric Rowe and then Luke Harper and Braun Strowman, and you're like, these are dudes you don't want to fuck with because these guys literally look like they can beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. 
like they were they were so real yeah and you don't want to get lost in the woods and bum fuck nowhere and here comes the Wyatt family you're like well fuck you know I'm done I can't fight it <laughs> well actually you know what that might be speak for yourself if I walked in the woods and saw the Wyatt family I'm like all the buzzards yeah I'm here for you <laughs> One of you. I'm one of you. I'm like, let me in. Uh, let uh, let me in, <laughs> friend. Question mark. Uh, Is there sister, sister Abigail sent me. I come. Yeah. I yeah. come <laughs> bearing. I come bearing dongs. Go <laughs> dong. I, I heard. I heard. All I gotta do is go dong. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, I. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> is there? I, I, brought, I brought. I brought the bird. Keeps keeps on talking about dongs and do you smell oh. the rocks coming? <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the glass shatter. Yeah, yeah right. Shatter. <laughs> oh my god! I, I have a. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. I, I had I had another story though that um sure. since you brought up the, the metal concert and everything too. Yeah. So one of the coolest things <sighs> that I experienced. So a, a few years back, I went to my first concert, right? And it was not fest. Okay. And Corey Taylor, everyone knows Slipknot. Corey Ta- Taylor is notorious for his his masks and the way that he goes about his music and all that other shit. And um, one of the coolest things at the end of that concert, the crowd didn't want to leave yet. And Corey just got done with his last set and everyone was screaming encore, 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 right? In the auction pavilion, it is an outside, it's an outside arena. Yeah. And the only thing that you really have are the lights that are up front in the gate. So the field and the stage once the lights are out, it gets pretty dark over there. Everyone had their light, their their phone lights on. And Corey Taylor walks out. And he's like, you motherfuckers are still here? And everyone's like, yeah. And it got really quiet for a minute when Corey was just sitting on stage. People were kind of giggling a little bit because Corey didn't know what to do. And he goes over there and he's like, and, and I shit you not, one of the coolest things that came out of his mouth was... You guys surprised me with the fireflies out here. Ah. And everyone just started to cheer so loud. Corey was like, all right, all right. Now I have to, now I have to do something with this. And, um, he first started to tease to do the cover of Bray Wyatt's theme song at the time. Yeah, he started to tease it a little bit, and then he ended up doing the Devil and I. Okay. And and then out, every, out of nowhere yeah. and into the yeah, into yeah, the yeah. distance, dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but everyone, y'all felt everyone the rock like, Everyone wanted to hear him do Bray Wyatt's theme song, and then yeah. when he did the Devil and I, everyone was satisfied with it. But that's when he, like, I think shortly after that concert, he ended up going on an interview and just being like, I would absolutely love to, like, have the Fiend's mask and all this other, you know. And it, it was, 
it's one of those moments where it was just like it's really cool to get somebody from like that has absolutely nothing to do with wrestling yeah and is in their own avenue with music and everything to recognize the fact that you know bray had this impact well i i Hey, hey um, uh, Corey Taylor, hold on. Oh. Corey, Corey Taylor knocked out Baron Corbin. You guys yeah, remember that? Yeah, one? that's right. Right. Like, Corey yeah, Taylor, yeah. he's, he's a diehard wrestling fan. Yeah. I just want to say, he's in that crowd, and he said, oh, the Fireflies. I'm like, oh, he said it! He, he said it! <laughs> he said it! He said it! He said it! Yeah, no. Didn't, <laughs> didn't, sorry, 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 just two seconds, sorry, two seconds. Didn't um, Bray and Corey have the same mask maker for a while, or he made couple of Corey's masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so there was definitely there was definitely that connection there, man. And and uh hey dude, it would be dope as shit if, you know, Slipknot decided to uh do a little tribute thing for him. I would I, I wouldn't be angry. No. Any amount of money to listen to it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So so what is your what is your guys' favorite like on screen moment of Bray Wyatt. Uh, it, right. uh, if you could choose one, you could choose one dog. moment that one. <laughs> <They're dog. laughs> uh, no. song with dog. When he uh, was uh, no, um, it was when he was calling out the Undertaker, and you hear dong, and then the chair lights on fire. You just see Bray just laughing hysterically. Yeah. That was amazing for me. No, the, uh, mine, mine was definitely the the moment that he shared with Taker, uh, the the LA Knight thing, um, and like I, it, it was it was it was my favorite because you could see how special it was for him. Like that moment for Bray was fucking everything, you know. That's that's, that's why like that's why it was my favorite. See, I couldn't pick my. a favorite, but. The one I remember the most of all time is when, obviously, the lights go out, Brothers of Destruction are there, and they're circling around him in the ring. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. when I see that, I was like, no fucking way! I went, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, I went crazy, and then I heard, dong. <laughs> Damn dong. <laughs> Damn dongs. You know, Pete, when we go to Summer Bash next year, you gotta tell the you gotta do your dong on the mic for everyone here. Instead of Teddy Long saying play, I'm just like, listen here, dong. They're gonna be like, come on, Pete, one more dong. Like, oh man, I'm donged out. He did it, donged out. Yeah, I've done too many dongs. We'll uh, we'll 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 introduce Pete as uh, Dong Bag Daryl. <laughs> Uh, no no offense to pantera rest in peace don but that was i had to take it i saw a moment i took it i I can't wait to see you guys at summer bash yeah uh so pantera was the band that got me into rock so yeah I guess Slipknot, because no. being an Iowa guy, but right back back to Bray. You know, like with my uh, my my favorite moment was that one when he came back this last time. He came back and uh, and he was talking to you, like when he was cutting the promo. You could like like you said, it was a personal promo. Yeah, it was like it was him talking to us, and it felt like he actually meant what he said. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's my favorite. But I do like the moment when they actually first started the Shield versus the Wyatts on TV, and the crowd was so loud that the, the you know the cameras were all shaken, and you know you don't get many of those. You yeah. don't get many of those moments where the crowd can make the ring like the, can't all the cameras shake, and Bray had that power to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember the, the last super big pop that I remember um was when when the Hardys came back. The the, the like like remember remember what I said. Remember how quiet it was when you know when the uh-huh. uh, when the uh fucking what the hell is it? the new day when uh when they were like we won- we wonder who it could be and then it was just you had that three to five seconds of quiet and then boom, their music hitting it. Oh my God. Like I, I remember, I remember that too. I was sitting on the couch and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> like no way. You you knew it was possible, but you didn't think it would happen. You didn't think it would happen. Sudden, here comes right. Like in that one week they were in impact and ring of honor and then WWE or something like that. Yeah. All within like three days, yeah, or something they, like that. They were all they, they they were the Ring of Honor champions, the Impact champions, and the WWE champions all in the same weekend. Yep. Yep. Let me ask you guys this: Who would you want to see uh, Bray work with as like a dream match you wanted to see? Oh God, um, that's um, like Sting for me. Sting. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Oh, uh, I say. Malachi yeah, Black. The, the the promos between Malachi and Bray itself would have been phenomenal. Yeah, a lot of, and, cri- lot of cryptic. Like in WWE, yeah, WWE, I'd love to see him. I, I wish he would have actually went against Cody. Yeah, you know, know I, I was going to say Malachi, because just thinking about Malachi and Bray, man, I'm donged up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you remember... Cody was his his pro. Yeah. yeah Came yeah. in as Husky Air. Yeah. So like the playoff of that, that would have been well, phenomenal. Well, uh, uh, Cody Cody is a is supposed to be at SmackDown tonight. So I wonder how that's I wonder how that's gonna yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, if Cody or if they have Bo out there or if they have Braun and if they somehow manage to get Eric Redbeard, I'm gonna cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Like it's gonna happen. Let Bo, uh, let, let Bo dethrone Roman. Let Bo dethrone Roman. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. But it would be. <laughs> Maybe so. Do it for Bray. Do it for Bray. It's such a trick like idea. I know it's like I'm just talking shit. It's just it's a trick. me of the outsiders right there. Just <laughs> do it for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Do it for Johnny. We gotta do it for Johnny. <laughs> Gotta do it for Gianni, guys. Gotta do it for the dogs. <laughs> 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 are we saying? Are we saying Pete's the Pete's the new king of the? What is that? King of dong style? I think <laughs> that's that that funny. <laughs> I have that king shirt. of dong style. I, I own that shirt. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've met Joey Ryan. Yeah, so no. I'm, uh, I have that hey, I've, met, I, I've met Joey Ryan. He, he, he just seemed like a cool dude. Uh, a, a, a dream match a dream match for me for bray i think uh i think 
back in the uh, back in the Attitude Era days, it would have been re- it would have been really cool to see Bray go against uh, uh, Triple H. I think that that could have been really good. Yeah. Or, or, uh, or Ministry Undertaker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that Ministry versus the Wyatts. That would have been Chef Kiss. So, I I got two, and uh, they're both kind of left field, right? But there was one that really stood out the most, and a lot right. of people ended up doing a bunch of promo, like the the dream match promos for him, and it really drew me in. Uh, but I feel like Bray, cult leader Bray, against Raven, would have oh. been a good one. Oh, okay. That most one would have been a good one because their their promo styles, the, the way that they were the in the flock, ring, the flocks versus the family. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been Raven's flock against the Wyatt family. Like that yeah. would have been a whole a whole thing. But another one, uh, and and unpopular opinion here a little bit, but I feel like a lot of people don't talk about him as much either. Uh, would have been Bray Wyatt and Vampiro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. WCW, yeah. I think uh, so. Bray Wyatt versus Fox. Too many birds to follow. <laughs> Dude, am I a ra- <laughs> Ravens, buzzards? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, uh, you said Sting. I think it would have been cool to see Bray, uh, like Fiend Bray, and uh, like Joker Sting. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Joker yeah. Sting would have been. Oh, awesome. that would have been nice too. Yeah. I got, I got two. You know, um, I'll say them real quick. Uh, heel Jeff Hardy, when he was in TNA, the heel, the Antichrist. God, um, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot he was a fucking heel. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. Will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, he was Will. Will. Yeah, you want to forget about Will? Nah, yeah, Willow. Yeah. Willow was cool, man. I like Willow. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. uh, Will, yeah. Hey, hey, Will, Willow was cool, and so, uh, so was fucking Itchweed. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's we was, was cool yeah. as shit. The fucking lawn mower just. You know, Jimmy Wang is pretty cool too. Pretty good match. <laughs> yeah. You know what would have been a good match? <laughs> the demon, the demon Finn Balor yeah. versus the Fiend. Yeah. 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 I would. Yeah. <laughs> the the promos with MJF and Bray Wyatt would have been really good. Oh God, yeah. Ooh, like been cult good. leader Bray, just like fucking with MJF and MJF don't know how to handle it. Like that would have been really good. Yeah, that guys, we're, we're forgetting about the ultimate dream match of Ninzio versus Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh no! Uh, what was what was that Asian wrestler? He would talk, and then it, the voice would come after. Funaki. Funaki. Oh, Funaki. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that you could Funaki. understand was the only thing you could understand was indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Smackdown number one announcer. Yeah, but Jimmy Wayne. Imagine if Bray would have went. Imagine if Bray would have went over to New Japan. Oh. What if what I mean? Imagine if MJ or not MJ, but Bray Wyatt would have went to Japan with that oh. with the character. 
Who would who who would you have Okada, going against? Naito uh, and Okada. <laughs> Switchblade J White. Yeah, yeah, Switchblade would be Minoru cool. Suzuki would be good. Yeah. You know, good thing about Braid, <laughs> he brought back Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah, he he made him cool for us uh, for us fluffier fellows. The Hawaiian, the Hawaiian shirt is a shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we should all do. You know, when we all when we all go to your uh, what's it called again? Summer summer what? Summer bash. Summer bash. Yeah, I think I think all of summer us bash. all of us all of us need to show up in a uh, in a Hawaiian shirt and a fucking wicker hat, dude. <laughs> I'm down. Fedora. That would be hell yeah. I'm down. I do like a Scott. Are you trying to find some buzzard? I have somewhere. Yeah, uh, I'll just I'll oh, just yeah, go in my jacket hunter. and fucking blah, <laughs> bird. Like, hey Pete, do your dong call. They'll come for sure. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, we'll all be in the air, airport. And I just be like, dong, dong. <laughs> Everybody's everybody flocks there. Like, oh, there's Pete. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, there's the Hootie who, like from Neighbors. Just your dong. Dong, dong. <laughs> Said Marco Polo, which is dong, 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 dong. Pete, he said neighbors. Pete, Pete's here. Pete's here. Why does it suddenly smell like hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Grab his dong and twist it. <laughs> oh my God, that's not that slow. Twist it. Twist it. Hey, at least it's not a tornado chair. Yeah, yeah, right. Big time tornado chairs. Might want to bring your tornado chair to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, shit. Well, I mean, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting night, man. And, uh, I'm glad that we've all got to come together, you know, share some experiences with one another. Oh, and it's sad that it has to, something like this has to happen to first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I was reading, I was reading a lot of the, Tributes to him and stuff, and um, Swerve, Swerve had a tribute for him, and then he saw. He also said that it was, uh, you know, it shouldn't take a death for the wrestling community to come together. Yeah, yeah. Seems like that's always so, the case, like, though. It's it's always, you know, it's always a little too late. Everybody wants to come together when it's too late. Yeah, yeah. That's like a. But I, do have, I do have a memory. Do you? Okay. Um, my my buddy uh, is also a wrestler, and he's also my dream match. Uh, JT Energy uh, from Central Impact Wrestling. Um, you know the cameraman. The last time Bray was on TV, and he beat up the cameraman. Who's <laughs> And he told he uh, when when the cameraman was in the ring and he beat him up. It was on. I think it was on SmackDown. He, yeah. he attacked the cameraman. Yeah. That was my buddy JT Energy. Oh shit! Nice. Nice. So like, he was the one that got beat up by Bray White. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, you know, I, I just want to say this: if if Bray would have if Bray could have heard Pete's dong call beforehand, <laughs> we wouldn't. We probably wouldn't be here. <laughs> Oh god! Damn it, I missed it. Yep. What, what's sad is I. Hey, you need to. Family, but, yeah. 
Pete, you need to invest in a little dong. Just pull it out sometimes. Like, <laughs> little funny story about little dongs. Oh, sorry. On our way back from uh, Michigan as the foundation, you know, my fiance, she found like this, you know, like the, the caps for your tires. Yeah. She found one in her purse that was the size of a dong. <laughs> and we're taking a Gary's uh, mom's va- or car at the time. <laughs> and we just we placed it in the car somewhere. Right? Has she even found it, Gary, the little dong? I don't know. I don't think so because I've not got a call. And oh. if she would have found it, I'm dead serious. I would have had a call. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a little dong inside my mom's car somewhere. Uh, mm. Now clip that and take the, take the word car out of there. Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I appreciate all you guys being on, man. Uh, I uh, I really hope we can all, you know, get through tonight. Like I said, tonight's going to be rough. We got about, uh, about an hour to go, uh, at least for me, um, being on the East yeah. Coast. I got an hour to go until SmackDown, so... Um, just final thoughts if you guys have any final thoughts if not i'm just gonna say uh rest in peace bray and uh oh i'm gonna miss you r.i.p rest in peace there'll never be another one of him there'll never be it's gonna be hard watching WWE from now on, like, I know it's cliche to say and yada yada, like, Bray was in that top three, four people that were influential to me, not just as a fan, but just influential as a person. Yeah. And it'd be hard. It'd be really hard to ever find something like that again. Just... R.I.P. and <laughs> family. As a father, I just hope his kids know how special he really was as a human. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, rest in peace to one of one of the greats, and rest in peace to a very creative mind. Uh. Yeah. All right. Thank you for all the the memories, the moments. One of the best in the business, really. Uh, you know, like everyone says, it's going to be hard. So, you know, rest in peace, man. Guys, this has been the, the uh, follow the buzzards, man. Hell yeah. This has been the Off the Dome podcast. I want to thank Gary, Peter, Shane, Martin, Beans. Thank you guys so much for being on, man. Much love. And uh, you know what? We got to do this again next time when it's a little bit of a happier subject. We'll all get on here and we'll talk some wrestling together. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Follow the buzzards. Follow the buzzards and fucking dong. We're out of here. See ya. Dong. Dong. (laughs)